Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Welcome to our weekly dose live in our Success God's Way community. It's so great to be back with you all. And um, I want to thank you for hanging in. When I rescheduled last night, I got the opportunity to go pick up my kiddo in Philly from school. Um, But I got to travel with my best friend and That is always fun when we get to do that. So tonight, I promise you a little bit of an excerpt from my upcoming book. So for those of you that don't know, earlier this year when I launched Hustle with Heart Coaching Speaking, it was put on my heart to continue with a book that I had started about two years ago. And then it was kind of Put on the side as I started to build my online presence and start my podcast and start my blog, etc. And then this summer I had a train a planning session with my coach and Don Schuler of the Schuler Group. And it began to become clear that it was time to start back to the book. And we set a date of February 2020 because I have the opportunity to speak at a local women's conference um, called Thriving Women here in Southern Maryland. And I thought that book needs to be ready. So you can kind of see behind me if you're watching this live. If you're not watching this live and you're listening to this on the podcast, you will be able to see it on my YouTube channel. So definitely go over there. Or join us in the Success God's Way community because that's that's really where these weekly dose live videos reside. And as I started to pull together this content, it, it sort of started to take shape around, you know, what is the what is God's definition of success and and how do we put it in his hands and surrender? And then what action do we take, which is part of the topic we covered last week. But then what happens when you're taking that action and you start to get yourself off track? So tonight, I really want to dig into this topic of what I'm calling recalculating. As I started to tackle this topic of recalculating, what kept coming up for me is that even in our walk as God-centered entrepreneurs, even as much as we've surrendered, even as much as we are on our knees or perhaps even face down prostrate before our Lord and Savior to say, you know, Lord, anything, just just show me. And because I most desire to walk in the center of your, your will, <clears throat> there are times, even as we're doing that, that we sort of get to a place where even as much as we are leaning on the Lord as we should be, um, we start to think we know a little bit better. We start to take our experience and go, hey, I've been down this road. I can do this. So I want to read you this quote that a friend of mine shared, um, which is an excerpt from British Vogue. And it is a an article about Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, Um, I'm not sure if this was an interview of her, but here's what this says. 
even with our current interest in, quote, authenticity, end quote, the way it manifests on social media, media feels doctored and heavily filtered. Anybody? Anybody feeling like that? <laughs> Currently, we are fetishing failure with books and podcasts, but it tends to be framed from a position of extreme success, looking back and laughing from the safe seat of achievement. We rarely see the struggle in real time. Why this struck me is because so often in my podcast, so often in my Facebook lives, and definitely in this book, as I'm sharing like the real what's happening in the life of Aaron pursuing success God's way, while it is absolutely my heart for my hindsight to be someone else's foresight guided by God's insight and not my eyesight, you've heard me say that a million times, it is never from the standpoint of look where I've gotten to and look at the achievement that I've reached. And I struggle with that because very often I'm feeling like, well, who am I to write a book on pursuing success God's way? I'm not at the top of my company. Um, in fact, not only am I not at the top of my company, I actually lost a rank in my company. So what expert advice could I give? I'm not a million dollar earner. Um, who would want to listen to me? You know, all of the business books that out there are seemingly these books that are, as, as this quote says, sort of written from the standpoint of I've been there, I've done that. Look at me, I've reached this level. And therefore, if you just do what I tell you to do, um, you know, you can have this success as well. And I never want my message to be heard in that way because I struggle every day in the pursuit of success God's way. Because as easy it is as it is to walk in his will, seemingly easy, right? Because he already knows the outcome, you guys. He's already gone out ahead of us. He's already paved that way. It is really hard for a number of reasons. I believe it is hard for me because I am a driver and striver and a doer. So the idea of sitting back and allowing my little steps to be exponentially multiplied by the Lord is sort of inconceivable for me sometimes. Um, number two, I feel like I have to accomplish it in order to teach it and not be teaching it as I'm accomplishing it, even though I think that's more of what the world needs today. And then number three, as we begin to walk that journey in, in the middle of his will, the people who knew us before we started that walk may think we are underestimating ourselves or we are not living up to our potential or we are not willing to do the work uh, or we just don't want it badly enough. You've heard all these quotes. I'm just going to tell you I've said all these quotes. Again, being authentic, being vulnerable with you. So what I find sometimes is that even along this journey, as much as we are really reflecting Christ's light to the world through our businesses and through this gift of the business that he's given us, that we still get ourselves out ahead. And when we get ourselves out ahead, we find ourselves in a place where our GPS has to recalculate. Um, and I always like to think of God as my GPS and that, that although I know he doesn't do this, and you've heard me say this a number of times, that I often think in my humanness and, and in the sort of human box that I put around the Lord, which we all do, that he's sort of looking at me going, why 
do you keep going off the path? (laughs) Why do you keep taking the exit thinking it's a shortcut? Uh, Why do you keep checking a different GPS to make sure that the route that I've given you is the right route? And at the same time, I know that because in his incredible grace and mercy that he loves me anyway, you know, that even while I was a sinner, Christ died for me. Um, we still have those moments. And that's why this, this, there's this chapter in the book about recalculating. So there's a couple of really important things that I, that I want you to kind of pull out of it so that, um, so that you can really grab on as you may feel like your world is, is recalculating and as he's recalibrating and as he's re repurposing you in the midst of this journey, when, when you started to go one way and you, you could sense and, you know, feel from the Holy spirit inside that God had called you that way. And then suddenly he redirects you. And I think we underestimate that that redirection, that divine interruption. And I, and I'm recalling, the book of Jonah in his divine interruption, uh, God's divine interruption of Jonah's um, path and his escape and his redirection back to Nineveh, that um, that we miss the point that if he's redirecting us and if, if he's recalculating us, just like the Waze app, he's recalculating us around an obstacle that he already sees or to a better connection that he knows. Um, to to uh, to a better opportunity um, where where we can truly utilize and leverage the gifts that he's given us. But darn it, isn't that hard? Because we want to be in control. So this chapter is really about how do I keep going in the face of that? So I'm just going to pull some excerpts from this um, and, and a few verses. And give you a sense of sort of where the chapter is going. I'm not going to give it all away because you got to buy the book when it comes out. But here's the thing. Um, I can remember in school being told by my teacher, and we certainly covered this in a, in a podcast episode, to keep my eyes on my own paper. And so sometimes as God is recalibrating or redirecting our journey, and maybe this has happened to you while you're in traffic, you're navigating traffic in ways takes you in a, in a different direction. You're kind of going, but wait a second, the traffic, it seems to be speeding up over there, but you're taking me this way. Why, why can't I be on that road? You know, um, that is the point of keeping your eyes on your own paper, keeping your eyes focused and, and clearly on the path that he's putting before you. Um, even if you don't know where it's going, I love what Toby Mac posted and I shared it earlier today. You know, you don't have to know the why when you know the who. And so how many times are we sort of pulling back when God is trying to recalculate and redirect us? Um, And how many times are we, you know, we're humming along and we're running on all cylinders and, and everything is going along just fine. And then we hit a snag that could be about, you know, an inch, but we make it a mile and it stops us in our tracks. And, and those are the moments that that's exactly where the enemy wants us distracted and discontent and doubtful. He wants us to feel separated. He wants us to feel alone because it is in those moments that we are most vulnerable in 
deciding to go our way instead of the Lord's way. And and I think the, the biggest point of this in, in embracing God's recalculation or repurposing of us is that it may not look the way we want it to look, but he always knows best. He always is working all things together for our good. We may be in a valley that we think we cannot get out, but he uses all of that, all of that to lift us up and take us to the level that he's designed for us um, to make the most impact for his kingdom. So let me give you a few scriptures and then we're going to finish this out tonight. Um, I, I really think that one of the biggest things that God does in, in recalculating or recalibrating or redirecting us is that, um, that he shows us that we are co-laborers with him. As it says in 1 Corinthians 3, 9, for we are God's fellow workers. We are God's field and God's building. So I think as he's recalculating that path and as he's, um, you know, taking us in a new direction and we thought we had covered it and we had done the action and we did everything he told us to do. And yet we find our thoughts and our, and our gut churning over what could have been or why is it not looking this way or whatever that is. Um, we have to remember that we are co-laborers with him, that we are his workers building the building of the church and building the following um, of believers. And, and he gave us this business as a vehicle for doing that simple as that. Um, the other verse that I want to give you, I'm just looking it up in this, uh, is, um, I'm sorry, it's going back to Galatians. So let me just go back to Galatians about keeping our eyes on our own paper. For each person should test their own work and be happy with doing a good job and not compare themselves with others. So that's Galatians 6, 4. So again, as we start to feel this churning and and our mind is all over the place and, you know, an hour ago we were doing great and walking right in the will of God and now suddenly we've seen something on social media um, that that looks like somebody's having a better time or they have more success or whatever that is. We've got, we've got to take the time to step back and remember who God made us to be and that throughout scripture, it tells us to be strong and of good courage, to not be afraid. And it also tells us to not look left or right, but to stay focused on him. As I like to say, focus on Christ until successful. Focus on Christ until he shifts you, right? That 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 acronym for focus. Um, so I just want to leave you with that excerpt. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is um, 2 Corinthians 10, 5, which instructs us to take every thought captive um, for him. And I want to leave you with the words of this Casting Crowns song, which I was able to see them in concert last Thursday. And it says... <clears throat> Oh, what I would have to do oh, to have the kind of faith it takes to climb out of this boat that I'm in onto the crashing waves, to step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is and he's holding out his hand. But the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me, reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. 
The waves keep on telling me time and time again, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth tells me, do not be afraid. The voice of truth says this, all of this is for my glory. So out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. So I leave you with that tonight to think about if you're in that place where you've been following faithfully and you're not seeing the movement in your business, you're not seeing the growth, or you know maybe you're even seeing things starting to be peeled away, that all of it is for his glory to get on your knees or flat on your face on the living room floor and say, Lord, show me what it is you need me to learn here or show me how to follow you faithfully in my business because your goals and your glory look different than what I thought this might look like and allow him to recalculate you because I promise that new path that he's taking you on as he creates rivers through the desert and roads through the wilderness, that new path is fully and individually what he means for you and for all of us as we seek to build businesses that honor him and serve his people. I hope you guys find that helpful. I'd love to hear your comments. Get down below in our Success God's Way community. If you're listening to this on the podcast, leave me a review, leave me a comment. Go ahead and leave me five stars. I'd love that. Um, We are continuing to approach a thousand downloads on the podcast and that just warms my heart to know so many people are gaining value from listening to this. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in as always. And I'll see you tomorrow morning on our Daily Dose. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.